Listening to Hippie Wicked Radio Podcast. What, 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 what's going on, everybody? It's your boy F. Dukes, your host of Hippie Wicked Radio Podcast. I'm back and in full effect. If you're wondering where the fuck I've been, well, about a month ago, I thought I fucking had a goddamn heart attack. I uh, was rushed to the ER. Uh, turns out, <laughs> turns out some shit I've actually never heard before. I had zero potassium in my body and very little magnesium tripled the white blood cell count and i thought i was having a goddamn heart attack my lips were blue i was more pale than i usually am which is pretty fucking pale and pink um but yeah no i was laying in bed i was feeling a little woozy feeling a little nauseous next thing you know i started getting the shakes then my arms started stiffening up uh, my life literally started flashing in front of me. Oh man, it was crazy. So, um, yeah, so the wife took me to the ER. Um, I thought I was having a, a massive heart attack, but turns out I had zero potassium on my body and it sent, makes uh, your body go into shock, which then, um, can create, uh, cardiac arrhythmia, um, which was not good. Cause my, I felt like my heart was like, dude. Do, 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 and then like the next minute was like do 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 do, and it was fucking crazy. My life literally was flashing in front of me. All the good and bads I've ever done. My kids were crying, asking if I was dying. Blah blah blah. Turns out I had a massive panic attack, which was why I was starting to see things and seeing lights and kind of flashing stuff. But nonetheless, it was scary. Um, it was eye-opening. Um, I feel like since that's happened, it was tough. I quit drinking for a few weeks. What else? Quit smoking. Uh, quit smoking the loudness. And um, actually, four weeks today, so I feel great. Um, alcohol, I've had a few drinks, but nonetheless, I've, I've quit drinking during the week. I was drinking roughly a gallon of alcohol the week. And, um, just wasn't doing any, doing any good for me. And I realized that the alcohol wasn't actually bringing me peace. It was a stress reliever somewhat. It calmed me down, but it never actually brought me peace. There was no underlying, underlining, like feeling of when I get home, I'm going to have an alcohol, alcoholic beverage, and which is vodka, You're which is why I do a worldwide way. toast, which is why I didn't do one today, because I'm not drinking. Whack. It's fucking weird. I got this empty uh, plastic bottle in front of me of water. But I just wasn't feeling happy about myself. It wasn't making me happy. It wasn't bringing me peace. There was no inner peace with me. Um, so that's why I took a break. Um, you guys were influencing me into drink, becoming an alcoholic. I'm just playing. Uh, no, but I, I really had to think about it. I had to step back and say, okay, what am I doing? I'm coming home. I'm cracking open a new bottle of vodka every couple of days. And I pour three giant drinks 
probably tripled to quadruple shots. Um, was I an alcoholic? Maybe not. Uh, maybe I was a functioning alcoholic. I don't know what it's called. But as soon as I needed, know I needed to stop, I stopped. And I think that's the most important thing. Um, I was able to stop for three weeks. I had a couple drinks uh, after three weeks over the weekend. Um, had a couple drinks this past weekend. But I think what I'm teaching myself and what I'm trying to teach my family and show them is that I'm not reliant on this. I'm, I'm not. Uh, I'm not hooked. Um, and alcoholism, let me tell you, runs very, very deep in my family. Um, and it's kind of scary what it can do to you. I saw what it did to one of our good childhood friends, me and my brother's good friend. I've seen what it's what it can do to fans of mine through their stories um, with their with their, themselves and their family. Um, so I feel great. Um, I've lost almost 20 pounds just from strict, strictly from eating healthy and not drinking every single day. And the urges of smoking and drinking just have stopped. Uh, so that's a great feeling. I feel good. I feel motivated. I've been hiking. I've been getting out and living life with my family. We've been going to state parks, national parks. We've been, we've been really trying to, I guess just find inner peace. And I found that. I found that walking in trails and I've been taking chances. I've, I've gone to some waterfalls and I've, I've climbed the waterfalls, um, climbed some small mountains, been crossing rivers uh, with rapids, taking risks and trying to prove to my son that A, I don't have to drink every day, which he's noticed that I'm not drinking, which is great. And B, that I want him to be able to take risks and not overdo it. It's okay to fall and fail, but to get right back up and keep trying. And it's okay to go out and find what makes you happy. And I've found what makes me happy. That is mountains. That is running, flowing water in my feet. It's sandy soil in between my toes while I'm looking off at God's blue skies. And... um I can't tell you how happy I've been. It's probably been the happiest chapter of my life. I've probably been drinking for 15 plus years, every single day, multiple drinks. A friend comes by or stops by when they're walking around the block and walking their dog. I have a drink with them, have a couple White Claws, have a couple vodka drinks, and you know, then I smoke my pen. And it was just a vicious cycle. And a cycle is like clockwork. Every single day, get home, kiss the kids, kiss the wife. Hey, how's your day? Good. How was yours? Good. Blah, blah, blah. Go outside. Well, I'd go grab my big tumbler, my big Yeti. Fill that bitch up with ice. Crack open that vodka and pour it in there. And I noticed, I noticed it. And I've been asked by the wife. She doesn't care that I drink because I don't get violent. I don't yell. Um, I'm a pretty happy-go-lucky person when I'm drinking. But I'm also a pretty happy-go-lucky person when I'm not drinking. So I think she was just saying, hey, slow down, slow down. And she's been telling me that for a couple of years now. Um, and I said, don't worry, I'm going to quit. Let me focus on losing weight first. Let me focus on not smoking. I can't do all this at one time. But after this scare of my panic attack and my cardiac arrhythmia, I learned that I could do it all at once. 
It was a mind fuck. I was depressed the first few days. I think I was going through withdrawal and detox. Um, I was sleeping after I got home instead of drinking. Kind of cuddling up on the couch, kicking my feet up and watching TV and passing out. Thank God for fucking football, though. I'll tell you that much. Thank God for fucking football because I think that's honestly what's kept me through it is my family and football. (laughs) Because I've been able to talk to the wife about it, talk to my kids about it. And, um, you know, I think opening up to you guys, for anybody who's dealing with stuff, it's okay. It's okay. Everybody has a crutch. Everybody has that one thing, whether it be their phone and social media or alcohol or weed or cocaine or prescription drugs or sex or gambling, whatever it may be. Now, I didn't go to AA because I think AA is for quitters. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Jesus Christ. I'm going to get help for that. But no, AA is not for quitters. If you feel like you need help, go get help. If you feel like you need to talk to somebody, talk to somebody. Um, my cardiologist who I went to go see recommended that. And he didn't, he, he was a really cool dude. He told me, look, do you want, he's like the last thing I remember from my dad was that he, he was a, he was a preacher. He said, And he said the last thing he remembers of him was that he was a good man and he was happy and at peace when he was talking in front of the congregation. I said, okay, what's that got to do with my situation? He said, well, my uncle, my uncle Buck, he said, he, my, he said, my dad lived till he was 64 and died. Random heart attack. Happiest man alive, died at 64, dropped dead. And he said, my uncle Buck lived till he was 92 or 93. Was miserable, hated life, was an alcoholic had multiple heart attacks, flipped his vehicles two, three times in drunk driving accidents, and lived till he was 92 or 93. The point being is that he said the last thing he remembers of him was the smell of alcohol on his breath that I'll never forget, and the car rides that he'd ride in the back of his pickup truck, and they were in Mississippi, and he said that he would never forget riding in the back of his, of his Uncle Buck's pickup truck and his Uncle Buck asking him if he wanted a drink of alcohol. And I thought that was powerful. And he said, what do you want your kids to remember you by? I said, well, shit, man. I said, I want them to know that I'm a good guy, that I love them, that I care for them, that I'm, you know, I want to do right. I want to do good and make good decisions. He said, well, yeah, but, you know, they're not going to remember that you made good decisions. What are you... What don't you want them to remember you by? I said, well, I don't want them to remember me as an alcoholic or someone who drinks every single day and always sees me with a drink in my hand. And I said, uh, I said, you know what? I kind of started tearing up. I said, it, it made me cry the other day. And he said, why is that? I said, well, my son was, my oldest son, Hudson, was asking for a drink of water and I drank vodka with seltzer. And he smelled my drink and said, Ugh, yuck, gosh, dad. He's like, and then from that point on, he always asked me when he sees my cup, because it's clear and looks like water, and he's a seven-year-old, so he asked smartly, thank, thank God. He said, dad, is this something I can drink? And I couldn't, I, I, I had to say, no, son, that's daddy's drink. That's adult juice. I don't want to say that. And what feels best, and it just happened last night because he asked about it again. I left my water, 
Now I'm just drinking giant Yetis of water. And he looked at it and he smelled it and he said, Dad, can I have a drink of your drink? I said, sure, son, go ahead and grab it. And Tina, my wife, looked at me and pointed at me and she gave me like that fist like, fuck yeah, dude. Now it might not seem like much, but for anybody that struggles with addiction, and now I'm not struggling with it now, although I do think about it, is that it's okay to be depressed about it because that's going to happen. And when you detox, I had some bad nightmares. I had some bad sweats. Um, I've been shedding weight like crazy. Like I said, I've lost 20 pounds in a month strictly from eating healthy and not drinking during the week. Now that might sound cheesy, but it works. And for someone who is 310 pounds and is now 290 pounds-ish, is an amazing feeling. I've drilled new holes in my belt. Um, People are starting to notice it. Um, I can see my wiener again. Um, As a joke. But, look, the bottom line of what I'm saying is is that life is good. Life is really good. You just have to live it. And, you know, there's an old country song where he says, where his dad said, to live like you were dying. And that's what I want to do. I want to live like I'm dying, like I'm checking off bucket lists and checking off more stuff on the bucket list. How cool is that? Just to go out and do stuff instead of sitting around like a zombie watching TV. And I know this doesn't sound like the typical hippie wicked radio podcast because it's not. Am I going to continue to do episodes like this? No. But I feel like I needed to share with you guys my experience and maybe my experience and the positivity and the outcome of what has happened with my situation can help the next person. And they might say, hey, Dukes, I'm in a dark, dark fucking place. And I need some help and I need someone to talk to. And my cardiologist actually recommended me talking to someone. He said, you're a 37-year-old man, 38-year-old guy. You might feel like it's childish to have to talk to somebody. But it's not. Self-medicating by drinking and smoking every day obviously isn't the answer and it's not helping you, is it? I said, no, it's not. Are you at peace? I said, no, sir, I'm not. Are you happy? I said, yes. Does alcohol make you happy? And it took me a minute. And I know I sound like a broken record. I said this earlier, but I said, no. Or I said, I'm sorry. I said, I said, yes, I am happy. But drinking didn't fulfill anything in me other than just a temporary relief. A a temporary release from life. But it took away from time with my kids. Took me looking at my phone and just getting on Facebook and Instagram while I'm drinking and sitting on the front porch on a rocking chair. Now I'm sitting on a rocking chair with my boys, with both of them on my lap, talking about what's the next trails we're going to hike. What's the next next mountains we're going to go to and park that we're going to go to and explore and live life. Ladies and gentlemen, life is good. It's going to be tough and shit's going to be thrown at you. And there's going to be obstacles that you have to find your way around. 
And I did it. I'm living proof, and I'm still living proof. I'm still here. I'm still getting healthy. I'm still getting happier. And you can do it too. You can be happy. So if you need to talk, I'm going to offer my number out here right now. Area code is 980-253-7672. And if I'm not at work or busy at work, or if I'm not sitting down with my family or having dinner with my family, I will answer the phone. I will, I will answer texts. If you need to vent or if you need to talk to deal with your struggles and your own little personal demons that are eating away at your brain or eating away at your soul, I'm here for you. Do not hesitate to hit me up. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I've had friends who have been down in the dumps who have made that wrong decision to take their own life or to accidentally take their own life by overdosing. Friends' parents, fans of mine, good childhood friends of mine, and that hurts. One, one, one little call to talk to somebody could change your whole entire life. And remember that for the people who aren't depressed, make sure to check on your family. Make sure to check on people that you love who might be in a depressed state of mind. It's okay to ask if someone's okay if you haven't talked to them in a while. Ask them how their day was. Let them vent. Be their ears. You'll feel so good about yourself if you help change someone's life. And to kind of go on with that side of what I'm talking about, um, the rapper from Charlotte, DaBaby, signed to uh, South Coast Music Group, signed to Interscope. Biggest rap star in the game right now. His brother, his oldest brother, Uh, who he wrote a song about, actually, in his intro song on the Kirk album, uh, suffered from depression. Well, last week, he made a Facebook Live video crying, saying, fuck you to everybody. He hated people. He was depressed. He didn't care if he died. Well, police found him on the north side of Charlotte with a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. And I don't know the situation, whether or not Baby reached out to him or not. I don't know what the what the situation was, whether they hated each other or if they were beefing or if it's just one of those things where he felt like the black sheep and felt secluded from the rest of the family. I don't know. But the point is that he took his own life when he had nobody to talk to. And the people he was talking to on Facebook was a Facebook Live that no one could interact with him. There was no face-to-face emotion. And I truly feel like that could have saved his life. Wow, there's been some crazy shit going on, and the and the and the world is crazy. Um, so try to live life. Go out there and find what makes you happy, whether it's golfing, whether it's writing music or poetry or drawing or being with your kids. Find what makes you happy, because I found it, and I'm happy. I'm happier than I've ever fucking been, and I'm proud to say that. And I don't care if it's cheesy from all the dark horrorcore and wicked music that I used to make and a lot of my music fans have left me because of the happiness that the happiness and the state of mind that I'm in right now where it's all positivity and negativity is out the fucking door but I'm okay with that whether it's politics negativity with the politics gone 
negativity with people talking to each other, bad-mouthing each other over their beliefs on Facebook or in person, whether it's political or religious or just your own opinion on certain topics. Eliminate the negativity from your life. You'll be so much happier. And I just want to give a huge shout out to my wife, my kids, and everybody who I've talked to about this, my brother, who I love so much, my sister-in-law, my parents, I love you guys. And from the bottom of my heart, I'm truly trying to change. Um, I'm openly admitting that I had an issue. I had an issue and I kept putting it off, blaming it on other things, blaming it on stress, blaming it on life and finances. But now I've realized that I can overcome it. And this is just the first step. This is just the first four weeks, official four weeks. Tomorrow will be the beginning of the fifth week. So if you need to talk or if you need to vent, call me. You had my number, and I'm going to say it again, 980-253-7672. And for anybody else who just needs some inspiration, it's okay to be down and out. It's okay to be depressed. But like Bob Seger says, turn the page. That next day, you never know what the beginning of the new chapter may be. And that chapter might start off slow, but that chapter might lead into something very, very prosperous. Very, very energetic and happy and fulfilling. So just keep on reading. Keep on going and keep on pushing. Find that happy place. I did. So shout out to everybody who's been listening. I appreciate you guys listening to me and sharing all the episodes. Um, the break is over. I'm back. Hippie Wicked Radio Podcast. You can find me on Pandora, Spotify, Amazon, Alexa. You can literally speak to fucking Alexa and say, Alexa, play Hippie Wicked Radio Podcast, and it'll play you for you. Support the movement you help me build. I truly appreciate every single one of you guys out there who's downloaded my music, downloaded my podcast, and spread the word to the whole entire world. I'm now available on Pandora, so make sure to check out my station. Amazon, Spotify, Google, Apple Music, Pandora, Stitcher, Buzzsprout, Deezer, and wherever else you listen to your favorite podcast. Make sure to spread the word. I'm out. F. Dukes. I love y'all. It's Hippie Wicked Radio, baby!